I still laugh when I get pedicures. I'm not Every time. adult enough yet. <laughs> when they scrub the bottom of your yeah. foot? Yeah. <laughs> and they're always like, tee you're so sensitive. And I was like, I know. That's why my therapist gets so much money. <laughs> I, I always thought of myself having like an old man therapist. I don't oh, know why. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Like balding. Like uh, Steve Carell. Oh, like a little hot. Well, for real, Steve Carell is Oh my hot. god, he is aging very nicely. Oh, money. What money will do. Okay, so do you want to introduce this show? Yes. Welcome to Disastrous. This is the podcast where we talk about great old shit storms. Big old <laughs> heaping loads of dung. <laughs> yeah. And it's fun because I I like to picture myself in the disaster. Mm. And what if I could just like look around and be like, well, fuck. <laughs> this sucks. This yeah. is a big old disaster. So... Ugh. Um, yeah, well, I'm Amanda. And I'm Hannah. Yeah, and, uh, it's spooky season. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we both have to do, like, the spirit finger I know. shoulder <laughs> wag. You can't see it, but our full bodies are <laughs> We did a full-blown TikTok dance for you, and you can't see it. Why don't you go first? Because okay. I went first last time. Okay, great. Um, yeah, so we're doing kind of like a, what, a theme remix kind of scenario in which Hannah and I are just picking spooky stuff. Yeah. Spooky disasters. So I've got something uh, for you. All right. So Disneyland. (laughs) I'm so excited. Disneyland hauntings. Yes. Oh, man. This stuff is nuts. I, (laughs) well... Disneyland, we all know the gist. It's got the magical tower. It's got um, Huck Finn's boat ride. And I've never been there. Oh. I know. I've never been to Disneyland or Disney World. I'm going to be one of those adults with the Minnie Mouse ears on. I get it. The first time... (laughs) <laughs> I went, to, my parents are gonna, if they listen to this, they're gonna correct me and be like, oh, he probably took you as a baby. But the first time I remember is I was 16. I had gotten okay. rip roariously wasted the night before. Oh, no. <laughs> and we get on like a 6 a.m. flight <laughs> to uh-uh. Florida. I slept the whole time. And then I was so, I was... Like, to be fair, 16-year-old hungover, which isn't bad. But I was hungover in Disney for my very first time. Oh. And you're like, I just, I want some, like, spicy Cheetos and mm. to take a nap. And mm. that's it. I was like, like the oh. sun is bright. Bless your heart for making it through. But, like, did you tell your parents? Like, a few years later, I think. Uh, yeah. Well, and that's the thing about, like, being hungover in front of your parents. You're trying to, like, not let them know that you're mm. hungover. <laughs> no, I'm fine. I'm just a little tired or whatever. Like, you know how I get headaches and my mom yeah. would be like, I think you have mono. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to be like, probably. 
Yeah, you you know me. Sharing Probably water right. bottles, kissing boys, classic <laughs> Hannah. Licking everything. <laughs> yeah, it's a nightmare. Well, so I've never been there, but I really want to go after this because this place sounds haunted as shit. <laughs> I think it's a lot more fun as an adult. Yeah. I'm like, this, just like hearing about the things that we're going to talk about. I'm like, this sounds super fun. I would mm. absolutely go and do this. Actually, I want to ask you something. Is there something, like off the top of your head, something that makes you laugh like 100% of the time? Some kind of humor. For me, I'll just give an example. When, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but like when somebody puts their arms behind their back and somebody else's arms come through. match the hands to what they're saying so they like stroke the person's chin yeah i find it oh so funny every time it doesn't matter like i am 100 percent in every time i see it i'm like yay (laughs) like i just love it i think for me there are some certain early era youtube videos that like really still hit yeah. <laughs> See, and that is like, that's just the beauty of it. Yeah. You're just like, oh, this will w- make me laugh every single time. It doesn't matter how many times I've seen it. One of the things that I also unfortunately find funny is when someone is scattering ashes and they blow back into the person's face. I don't, I have a problem. I am like, that is, that's. It makes me laugh every time. So fucked up of you. I know it's so but fucked it's up. Pretty on brand. I know. I was like, like anytime I hear a story about like, oh yeah, we went to go scatter like my grandmother's ashes, and then like just as we were doing it, like the wind kicked up and it blew Ugh. it all right into our faces. And I'm just like, oh god. And they're like, some got in my mouth, and I'm like. <laughs> Oh, you psychopath. (laughs) I know I got real fucking problems, man. So Disney, apparently Disneyland, people try to scatter ashes there all the time. Not surprised. And I did not know this. I was like, it would never occur to me to scatter ashes at a theme park of any kind, especially Disneyland or whatever. Disney is like, please don't scatter (laughs) ashes in our park. And people are like, I'm going to do it. There are, like, people who try to give birth at Disney. Like, there are pregnant women who... Because there's this myth that if you give birth at Disney, your kid will have a lifetime pass. And they're like, it's not true. Please, please, you have to know this is not true. Stop trying to... So, like, people, like, are starting to have contractions and they're like, a day pass, please. Like, (laughs) Yeah. Stop. Oh my God. That your child will have a lifetime pass. Is it worth it? No. Is it worth it? No. Go to a hospital. Go to a hospital. Or get a doula. (laughs) Or or put up a little kiddie pool in your living room, whatever it is that you're going to do. But like, I can't imagine like, you're about to go do like one of the hardest things humanly possible. And you're like, 
just get me to Disneyland. Like, oh my just, god, I want to oh stare at a kid pissing his pants while I have this kid. <laughs> well, so some of the hauntings in Disneyland are credited to the sprinkling of ashes, which they're like, don't do it, don't do it, <laughs> and then people do it anyway. So it's against both state laws and Disney guidelines. I find this uh, interesting too. Everybody call or like um, all of the workers at Disneyland are called cast members. Yeah, which I like. It just came up so often. I was like, oh, cast members. So it's like it literally everybody from like the cleaning yeah. staff to the act, like the characters and every, everybody is cast members. Like, okay, cool. So. The cast members clean up the ashes pretty much every day. And uh, you're like, I didn't get my theater degree from Northwestern for this. For (laughs) this to clean up somebody's nanny. Apparently, a woman scattered her young son's ashes at Disneyland. And uh, so he he passed away. She scattered his ashes. Mm. Um this was not his wish, which I was like, what kind of young kid has a wish for his ashes? I guess if you, like, have a terminal illness, like... Yeah, okay. And, like, your parents are, like, somewhat open with you about things, maybe. But she did it, like, for herself. Like, he didn't ask for this. Yeah, so, like... This is how the the story goes, is that this went against his wishes. So his soul now lives inside the ride where he was, I think it was in the Haunted Mansion. Sure. Appropriate. Seems appropriate. So seems pretty on the nose. And uh, so his soul now lives there where he has reportedly been seen by cast members and part guests crying at the end of the ride. I guess cast members, it makes sense. If I'm a park goer and I'm on mm-hmm. that ride, I'm like, wow, these graphics, these, these graphic. projections are yes. phenomenal, really making me feel yes. things. Like Exactly. I'd be like, oh my God, they really put in a lot of like money to this, make it look really realistic. This is... <laughs> Like, ooh, they decided this one will look different from all the others. <laughs> all of the other ones, which, you know, I'm here for. I don't really, I'm not at these meetings where they decide these things. So I support the, <laughs> the image, the, I support the project as a whole. That's a good place to be if you're going to be a ghost. Because people might not notice and you can just kind of go on living your ghost life. Who's going to question it? Yeah. Okay, so here's my thing. Do you think that ghosts, because I have never seen a ghost. I'm not, because I have not seen one, I'm like, are they really? Yeah. Are are they around? Are they around? So I'm not really sure. I'm trying to remember. I don't think I've seen a ghost. Part of me feels like I, I used to say I did. I have a friend who has had like a lot of interactions with ghosts. Really? Like an ins- an obscene amount. <laughs> Which why do you think that is? I okay, I think if we're looking at it from like a cynical point of view, it's like well, once you start looking for it, you see it. 
But I think right. if we're looking for at it from like a spiritual, mystical, you know, giving credit to those things point of view, right. I think you are either in touch with that stuff or not. Or yeah. like more attuned maybe than other people. So it makes yeah. sense that like some people are going to see a ton and some people maybe don't ever see one. And that makes plenty of sense to me because I, I'm like, I don't think I believe in ghosts only because if I did, I would be terrified all day, Mm -hmm. every day. And I would lay awake at night and be like, that's a fucking ghost. That's a ghost for sure. And they're like, it's (laughs) the wind. I'm already like, so did, did you ever watch the twitches? The Twitches? No. It was like a Disney Channel original movie. It was okay. Tia and Tamara, and they were <gasps> twin Tia witches. Yeah. They were twin oh, witches. Twitches. They were Twitches. Um, That's pretty cute. the bad guy, I think in the first one, was this force called the Darkness, and it okay. basically just like looked like a shadow that like grew, and like yeah. two... You know what? I think I'm going to say to this day, to this day, <laughs> if I'm sitting in bed and the shadows on the wall don't look familiar, I will freak the fuck out. Out, right? Like, I, and I, I, I think I was really young when I saw um, Ghost. Yeah. Which, what, early 90s movie, Patrick, Patrick Swayze is Ghost. That's it. And there's a scary part where, like, there's another ghost, and he's like, yeah, that shadow, and it, like, moves yeah. really quickly across the like, like, I'm I'm out. I can't. I just, if I believe in ghosts, I will literally Game be over. catatonic from fear. I wouldn't get anything done. <laughs> I'm just a big old baby. Yeah. But. Fair. So, this young boy is haunting a ride. Cool, cool, cool. Chill, chill, chill. There's another haunting uh, called The Spirit in the River. And in 1973, two brothers, uh, which I kind of love these stories about people trying to like live at Disneyland. (laughs) They'll like find a little like, they'll be like, oh, we'll just swim over to this little island and then we'll just live here. And I'm like, you can't live at Disneyland. Okay, try it. So two brothers stayed on Tom Sawyer's Island after the park closed. And then they realized that they didn't want to live on Tom Sawyer's Island. Mm -hmm. So they tried to escape by swimming across (gasps) the rivers of America. Oh, no, I'm nervous. So the older brother drowned. And cast members have seen a a ghost rippling in the water where he drowned. (sighs) What about, did the younger one make it? The younger one made it. Wow. He survived. So I, I'm i not sure if he is um, the one making the ghost active in the water. I don't, that one is less like spooky to me because I'm like, it's waves, you know, like it's water. If like right. a stiff breeze hits it, you're going to fucking see a ripple. You see a ripple, right? And they're like, no, we've definitely seen a ghost. I'm like, it's. But I'm a cynic when it comes to these things. So I'm like, it's just it's the wind, guys. Yeah. And I'm like, this is another kind of like spooky thing. And we'll get to the main, the main event. But um, this was a, like kind of a 
a weird thing. Back in the 70s, they had like a fully themed water park. Um, and it was called, so not Tom Sawyer's Island, but it was called Tom Sawyer Swimming Hole. And it was like a full like water park. And it was one of the first water parks. They closed the water park after 25 years in 2001 and then literally did not touch it for years. So it just like the, an actual water park just sat like abandoned and like the, the water turned like green and mossy and there was like brush and overgrowth and they're thinking that it had something to do um, with a child who died um, soon after he was at the park. Uh, from a brain-eating amoeba <gasps> that supposedly infected the park's water. Shit. And he died in 1980 from a case of amoebic meningeoencephalitis. Nailed it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know any better. <laughs> Sounds great. Oh, I don't know. I, I never even finished House, the TV show. I can't tell you. <laughs> I love the idea of finishing House is like, like <laughs> getting a, a medical degree. Sorry. Like now I know how to be a doctor and a rascal. <laughs> and a dashing rogue. <laughs> so the main event. George. Okay. So, 1967, Anaheim, California, Disneyland. According to Pop Sugar, <laughs> the most credible news source, according to Tiger Beat, <laughs> according to Teen Beat magazine, um, George was part of the construction crew. He worked on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. And he was killed one day on the job. Reportedly, like, a big piece of set fell on him. Oh, And he died instantly. Um, So it was like, uh, I think they were constructing some kind of tower. Yeah. And it fell on him. Bless his beautiful heart. Okay. This is the stat. This is the sad part. Soon after the theme park opened, uh, a sad-looking older woman would come wouldn't talk to anybody, wasn't with anybody, and she would ride alone. And cast members reported seeing her speak to no one and crying. As you expect, she was revealed to be George's heartbroken mother. Yeah, VVV sad. So, the spooky part. He was crushed by a falling piece of set, possibly a beam, but like, oh, People say, like, it was this tower that was being built. Um, And these are, like, different kind of variations. But uh, some variations of the myth say that the tall windowed tower in the Pirates of the Caribbean ride that can still be seen during the well dunking scene. Okay. I'll buy it. It, Yeah. I'm like, shh. Yeah. I feel I need to go and see these things firsthand. I feel kind of like a poser, but so uh, (laughs) is the piece of set that killed George. Now they call it George's tower. 
And it allegedly contains initials that are carved into the base of the tower. Several attempts to get rid of these initials. So they've tried to sand them off. They've tried to carve them out. They've tried to paint over them and they always appear back the next day. And I was like, I love that. I love that. Especially if, if, if it's somebody like being like, I'm going to do this. Like, don't yeah, worry. Right? Either, yeah. either it's spooky ghost or someone who's like, I'm going to keep fucking with Disney. I'm going to keep fucking with them. Everybody thinks this place is haunted. It's so funny. And they're just like carve the initials right back in. Like, And I, I love that. I would be that person. I'll be like, listen, if I'm doing this for 20 years, Mm-hmm. They're like, oh yeah, the the maintenance crew is coming in to get rid of those initials on the on George's tower or whatever. I'm like, oh, the fuck they are. <laughs> Can they just fucking think. <laughs> shenanigans, shenanigans. So, <laughs> so apparently George, the pirate's ghost, is not a malicious spirit. He's just mischievous. Mischie- Mischievous. 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 Got it. Mischievous. And uh, one of the most famous parts of the myth says that uh, cast members have to wish George good morning and good night. Otherwise, he's going to fuck with the ride. (gasps) Which I I find so. Oh, I'm like. Could a ghost be any cuter? I love that. I love it. I'm like, God damn it, George, you're adorable. He's like, <sighs> I just, can I just get a little politeness, please? Can I just get a, like, a little, you know, a gesture of a good morning and a good night? And then everything's going to be fine. Your work day goes on as normal. Mm-hmm. If not, I'm gonna fuck this you shit's going to. This shit's going to break down. And it's going to break like, down. It's really going to ruin your day. Like, what an easy, precious thing to do. I already... <laughs> I say bye to my workplaces. Like, yeah. I'll, like, close up the cafe I'm working at now and be like, all right, bye, yeah. cafe. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, it's so easy. Well, you're the sweetest, cutest baby angel of all time. <laughs> Let's just... You're the cutest of all time. So, of course, you're like... I love it's you. Not, it's not even like a, a sweet thing. It's like in my head, I'm like, okay, did I turn this off? Did I turn this off? Did I turn this off? Did I lock the door? Okay, bye, cafe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. It's like the the punctuation mark on the mm-hmm. end of I gotcha. I gotcha. Exactly. Well, it's funny because he'll like he'll cause the ride to break down, and uh, allegedly some cast members that come in in the morning. If the ride's not working, they will blame the night crew and be like, mm-hmm. you didn't say goodnight to George last night, did you? Mm-hmm. You idiots. Dumbasses. You have to say goodnight to the ghost? What I, is it, your first day? If I had a ghost, okay, spooky ghosts aside, <laughs> if I had a ghost who was friendly and just a mischievous little rascal who lived with me, <laughs> Damn well, no, I'm talking to that thing 24-7. I, you couldn't get me to not mm-hmm. talk to him all day, every day. I would just assume he's like my little my little buddy that just follows <laughs> me around. Like, that's how I'm George, this. you will not believe what happened to me today. 
I'm like working through my day. They're like, she talks to herself all the time. I'm like, it's not to myself. It's to George. It's to George. So they'll be like, you didn't say goodnight to George. You fucked her whole day up. Yada, yada. Um, But George will also uh, respond if the guests, the guests in the park demonstrate a bad attitude. Ooh. And he will mess with the ride. He will pull on their hair. Um, he has been known to pull a bra strap. Oh, well, you know what, George? Talk about consent. I was a fan until then, but. I know. Mm. I was too. I was like, oh my God, is he not like the cutiest patootiest? And then he's like, well, I do pull bra straps. I'm like, well. Hey, let me snap the titties. (laughs) I was like, that's rude and painful. Like, don't do that. Uh, so we're going to have a little discussion about consent. Uh, but according to some versions of the myth, if the light in George's tower is on during one of the scenes, it means that there's a difficult day ahead. Another Ooh. account says that if the door behind there's a prison dog. Yes. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Well, you know how like in the Pirates of the Caribbean uh, yeah. Captain Jack's like a real scoundrel and gets into trouble and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's the same vibe. So uh, there's a door behind like this iconic prison dog. If that door is open, you can definitely expect, expect uh, paranormal activity. If both are happening, you should just head out. Just skip it. Skip it for the day. Just don't yeah. even go on the ride because it's going to be just mayhem. There have been ghostly apparitions. People say that it's George. On the monitors, members ha- or cast members have received phone calls from no one. Oh my gosh. Wait, I just remembered. I, I do have a ghost story. <gasps> Tell me. Tell me my, everything. Oh my God. My freshman dorm, the dorm I lived in as a freshman and then I was an RA uh-huh. in as a sophomore was full haunted like what so many people had the these like accounts of like ghosts doing shit so me and my roommates uh we're in a triple there are three of us um one day uh one of my roommates reported the blinds snapping up you know whatever mechanisms do things sometimes one day i was there and the brita filter just like fell to the ground out of nowhere which Maybe I shifted in my bed. Maybe I knocked it over, right? You know. Okay, yeah. My roommates would come in and stuff would be like on the ground that like none of us put on the ground. And la pièce de résistance. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on the phone with my parents. We're chatting. I hear a voice in the back of the phone call. And it's a little girl's voice going, hello? And I was no. like, I was like, mom, dad, no. like, are you guys at home? They were like, yeah. And I was like, well, who's there? And they're like, no one. No one. And then <gasps> the voice again was like, hello, my roommates come home. I'm like, okay, look, we've been talking about this ghost. Have you guys heard a voice on the phone? And they were like, oh, yeah. Was it a little girl? No. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Um, That's so creepy. It turns out 
There was a story of like uh, an abandoned elevator shaft in the building that someone oh. had fallen down. Um, apparently it used to maybe be an asylum or like an orphanage. Like there were, this was like one of the oldest buildings on campus. There were all these stories about it. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. The like creepy, spooky, like little girl's voice in the back. Like, oh, hello. I was like, mom, dad, like what's, who's there? And they were like, what are you talking about? And I was like, I just literally heard a voice. Oh my god, that's <laughs> so spooky! I would hang up and I would just never speak to my parents again. Yeah, no, just I was like, just well, okay, bye, bye forever. Click. <laughs> just like, okay. Well, uh, and then when I was an RA, my residents would be like, "Our shit keeps falling, and like our blinds keep snapping up." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, the dorm is haunted. As long as you're like nice to her, like don't." Make it a big yeah. deal. Yeah, don't worry. Don't worry about it. <laughs> that's so funny. Like, that's such amazing advice to, like, as a 19-year-old, like, moving into the dorms. <laughs> like, it's haunted. Just, like, don't make a big deal about it, and you'll be fine. <laughs> like, I'm moving. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> don't, don't be a little bitch about it, and everything yeah. will be fine. I'll be like, okay. Oh my god, I'm I can't strong. believe I forgot. I'm tough. I'm a tough guy. Like, oh god. I don't need to call my mom. Nope, definitely not. <laughs> well, I can't call my mom because if I do, there'll be a spooky girl. It's, yeah, it's just, there's going to be a, a little girl being like, hello? Is hello? anyone there? <laughs> yeah. Well, so obviously with George and the you know, the breaking down of the rides and the bra snapping. <laughs> no, no, George, not that. Um, numerous cast members who have worked on the ride will tell the myth of Good Morning George. Mm-hmm. Uh, but since 2005, incidents have decreased substantially. Okay. Which I'm going to say probably someone fixed the ride. <laughs> uh no let's go with unfinished business has been finished okay cool i'm like well maybe there was like a glitch and someone actually was like oh this, this maybe little... when was this again like the 19 what was yeah it? this was in like the 60s maybe rides built in the 60s don't have the best track record right and maybe like the there's like arcing going over. I I find this so fascinating. Like electric, like old ass electricity. They're like, oh yeah, we just did the best we could, uh, and we didn't really put any safety measures in. So that just just, just fucking arcs over, and that's how you get a forest fire. And I'm like, yes, great. Nobody look into it. So. That doesn't mean George isn't real. Uh, Obviously, ghost stories originate from some truth. Mm -hmm. But but if you are polite and courteous, he will let you move about your day. Uh, If you see the light or the door open, you just head to the bar. Um, And yes, it's... uh, Based around, like, the, this whole story is the dead men tell, tell no tales. 
line uh, makes it a little more spooky. Yeah. So those are the light hauntings Ugh. of Disneyland. And <sighs> there are plenty more, but. Yeah, I'm sure. Those are the ones I like. Oh, I'm obsessed with that. I know. I'm like, I wish George wasn't a perv in the end, but you I know. know. It's a little disappointing. I'm obsessed just because, like, Disney in general, they have such a specific um, moment that they create, you know? Yeah. Like, absolutely. they pump in, like, scented air and, like, you know, yeah. all the, ca- like, the secret tunnels so that you never see, like, a princess or two princesses at the same time, you know, right. like two of the same princess. It's just so like calculated that it's really fun when it's yeah. not. That does sound fun. Okay. So I have to ask you something. So as like true crime nerds, yeah, would you go to a theme park that was like true crime, like themed? No. 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 <laughs> I could listen to you say no all day, girl. I just no. No. I don't no. cuz no. I don't know. I think like no. I don't want to <laughs> like celebrate it too much. Right. <laughs> yeah. Know? Oh, that makes a lot of sense. I'm thinking like did you ever listen to like a uh, devil in the white city or, um, no, I didn't actually H H Holmes. Yeah. Like made a murder hotel. Um, I'm like, Oh, like a haunted house that was like, I will. And that's what I'm thinking. That. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, that's just a haunted house, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I think what I'm describing is a haunted house. I so. think it might be when <laughs> I was younger. I was like, I have a billion dollar plan. Yes. I'm going to make Disney World, but for musicals. <laughs> <laughs> and there will be like a wicked ride. <laughs> you like go up into the sky. Dude. And like a Lion King like safari. <laughs> I would 100% thing. do that. I would go there. Like TM. TM, TM, TM. But... <laughs> TM, 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 TM. Yeah. yeah. Um, Are you kidding me? That's a great idea. I like built it out so much in my mind as a kid. Right. Not even as a kid, as a teen. Like, <laughs> Oh, okay. I was like, you were a kid and you're like, someday I'm going to build this ride based on Wicked and Kinky Boots and... <laughs> no, I was like, this is brilliant. <laughs> I love this idea. It is brilliant. Does anything like that exist? I don't think so. Well, They play like the soundtrack to Wicked as you're going up the... I love all of this. I would totally go. Oh my God. And there's like cat's land where everything is like super sized. So you're like small like a cat. Yes. Oh my gosh. Did we, did we talk about this recently? Did you see cats? The movie? No, I never did. Oh my God. Like consciously I I did not. Okay. So I'll tell you, I went and I saw it alone in the theaters and, um, it was the best experience of my whole entire life. Like, it was just ridiculous. 
Oh it was my. objectively ridiculous, and the the theater is packed. Too, really? With, I'm, I'm sure, and it's got like five percent on Rotten Tomatoes or something like that. Oh, I'm yeah. sure every person in the theater was there for the same reason. Mm-hmm. And there is one beautiful moment where Sir Ian McKellen is in the movie. Swear to God, he is standing upright like a human man and there's a saucer of milk on like a bookshelf and he's licking out of the the saucer and someone comes up behind him to address him and he turns and he's like meow (gasps) and i was like this oh my god (laughs) do you think he's like i've peaked i've peaked here this is uh, truly the role of a lifetime he just standing up licking (sighs) Milk out of a saucer turns around. It's like meow, like, and the audience in this theater erupted. Yeah, well, I'm sure. Like, it was so much fun. Everyone's like looking at each other. Like, is this happening? It was oh, great. But like, isn't that like part of the joy of life? Is watching just like this phenomenal flop. It's such a joy. Like popping at a bowl. Watch a bad movie. It's a gift to yourself. It's a gift. Yeah. It's a gift. That is why we we're put on this earth is to pop edibles <laughs> and watch terrible movies. And the movies. Lord said, and on the eighth day. <laughs> John 316. Look it up. I'm going to tell you something I'm sure you know about. Something I'm sure everyone knows about. I'm trying to think. I'm like, what do I know about? I don't, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you know me, Hannah. I don't know much about much. Uh. We are going to be talking about the Salem witch trials. <gasps> yes. Mm. Oh my god, I'm so excited to hear about this. So tell me everything. It ended up longer than I thought it would be, and there's also like a lot of just like middle-aged white men like men of god and i didn't feel like including every single one of their names and like what little effect they had in the story so yeah no if if you're looking for a complete factual account of the salem Mm. witch trials unfortunately you'll have to look elsewhere yeah you're gonna have to take like a full college course yeah, uh, but I'm so, sure NPR I mean, did one, maybe. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I just I would listen. Well, listen. I love the monotones of NPR. Maybe just there's so much information out there. We're just gonna give you a little taste. We're gonna have fun with it <laughs> and, and make a couple jokes. So, Amanda, do you do anything witchy? Like I read tarot sometimes. Not as much anymore. And I have a few crystals. Are you not the cutest person of all time? I swear to God. You drop these little like nuggets on me. You're like, I read tarot. So um, I have some crystals. Mm -hmm. I have some sage. I... I don't know if I told you about this. I went to a psychic like a few months ago. I'd never been to a psychic. Okay. But he okay. was like, told me all this stuff. And it was like, if this, if you forget everything that I've told you, just remember this one thing. 
Uh-oh. August 15th <gasps> of 2023. <gasps> I was like, girl. Oh my God. I'm, I'm listening. August 15th. Wait, you did tell me this and you were like, I'm worried I'm going to forget the date. He's like, you have to do, like, you have to light your incense. You have to um, use your, uh, your crystal and just like meditate and pray for half an hour. But light your incense. It's important that you get sage incense. Get this amethyst crystal. You can use like a little stone. You can use a big one, whatever it is. But make sure on this date that you light your incense and that you have your crystal and you do your prayer. And I was like, well, I will do everything in my power to make sure that I do that. (laughs) They're like... Oh you have to go God. to the hospital, Amanda. I'm like, no, I got to do my prayer. <laughs> you say you have to go give birth in Disneyland. <laughs> oh my Get God, less than a year. I know. I was like, okay. I'm so excited. Okay. <laughs> so I'll let every, I'll let you know what happens. For yes. Sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, so also the Crucible, Arthur Miller literally just like pulled this shit straight from history, names and all. Like, very little was, like, made up. Stop. Except he, like, did a few more, like, racial stereotypes for Tichaba and, like, super sexualized Abigail Williams. Right. Natch. Of course. Natch. I was like, you wrote a nonfiction book and just, like, turned (laughs) it up a little bit. fan fiction about history. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like, fuck. All right. Okay. So. So... The Salem witch trials were in colonial Massachusetts in several counties between 1692 to 1693. To kind of contextualize things, there had been this witchcraft craze throughout Europe from the 1300s until the late 1600s. 300 years Mm -hmm. of like Like being obsessed with witches. Yeah, tens of thousands of, like, mostly women who were supposed to be witches were executed. Oh, my God. Yeah. What the actual fuck? Yeah. And it's probably over some shit, like, they got their period. Well, that's, like, like Joan of Arc was burned at the stake. I'm pretty sure they used, like, her being a witch as an excuse. Really? I'm, I could be, like, totally making that up. Um... I, Listen, but, I'm fine with you making this stuff up. Yeah. I, I'm just going to believe it. I'm, yeah, and I'm going to regurgitate it to somebody else. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Go to me like, do you know Joan of Arc actually is a psychic? <laughs> <laughs> do you know Joan of Arc used to read tarot? That's nuts. <laughs> so witches were never burned at the stake in Salem. That wasn't actually part of it. Oh, okay. um, it's like a common misconception, but they definitely were say. in Europe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing that people think happened in Salem that didn't was swimming a witch, which is when you would like tie them up and like throw them in the water. And if they sink, they're innocent. <laughs> and if they float, it's a witch. Okay. <laughs> Can I tell you? Th- thank you for laughing at that. I have literally been laughing at that general idea since I was a teenager since I was like 13 I was like wait 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 when I learned like initially learned about this I was like wait so I'm sorry they would 
tie them up and throw them in the water. And if they sink, they're innocent and dead. And then if they float, they're a witch and they're also dead. Like I, I'm assuming they would like save the ones who sank, right? I assumed that they would just die. <laughs> They're but like, their soul would rest easy. <laughs> they're like, hey, man, hey, hey, listen, do you want to kill a bunch of women? <laughs> like, you know, you're a whore of an ex-wife. Karen. You want to kill Karen and her friends? Yeah, man, we're going to get her back. Listen, listen, listen. I came up with a great idea. So we tie them up, throw them in the water. If they die, they're not witches. If they don't die... They're witches, and we get and to kill die. them. And they die. What the actual oh. fuck? And, and the, all of society was like, this is perfect logic. Mm-hmm. I don't see a single flaw mm. in the system. Me neither. So Sorry. they never actually swum witches in Salem, but they okay. did in Europe and Connecticut. All right, first of all, I was going to make a sweeping generalization about Europe, and I'm like, Europe, you are wild. <laughs> Get it together. And then Connecticut. And you too, Connecticut. <laughs> also, though, like, at least when you swim a witch, you're kind of looking for evidence, which is, like, more than they fucking did in the Salem witch trials. <gasps> oh. Like. <laughs> so these are worse. Like, yes and no. I mean, like, don't throw women into the water <laughs> tied up. Don't do it. If you're thinking about doing it, skip it. Do something else with your time. Steal a car. So the Salem witch trials were on, like, the tail end of the European witch craze. Um, and we said, let's copy them. We said, let's take their aesthetic, their mood, their moment. And also <laughs> They had, like, a Pinterest page. Yeah. They're like, look what we did. And we're like, ooh, love, love, love. Right. They're like, oh, burning witches, witches passe. <laughs> Sorry. Obviously, everybody knows that we are not pro burning women. Burning women. Hey, the only women I want to see burning is... Me when I forget sunscreen at the beach. Ooh, yeah. Like a little hot tamale. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all right. Never tan. (laughs) All right. So it started January 1962. Nine-year-old Elizabeth Paris and her 11-year-old cousin Abigail Williams started having fits. This is when we should remember that Arthur Miller said, Abigail Williams, that's a good name for a sexy 16-year-old who tries to sleep with John Proctor. And we said, no, no, historically, she was 11. (laughs) I don't like that. Wait, you said 1962? Six. Did I? (laughs) I did. 1692. Okay, I was like, that feels super recent. That feels super recent for the witch stuff. Not right. <laughs> I was like, I, I, well, and you could have like, yeah, the Crucible was written in 1973. I would be like, oh, okay. <laughs> sure. All right. So 1692. Sorry. Okay. Yes. 1692. Abigail. I will do this more than once potentially. So Abigail and Elizabeth start having fits and the fits were like, they were screaming, throwing things uttering peculiar sounds and contorting themselves, which we can only guess what the peculiar sounds were. <laughs> they were like... <laughs> Spark noises. <laughs> they were making their armpits fart. 
belching really loudly. Um, Elizabeth's daddy, Reverend Paris, was like, oh shit, let's get some doctors up in here. Uh, So local doctor William Griggs uh, inspected them and was like, can't figure this out. Must be witchcraft. Oh God. Mm -hmm. Um, He did not finish watching House. (laughs) I was going to say... But did you? Did he graduate? Did he mm-hmm. from the school of house? Mm, it's like not. a dermatologist being like, I, I don't know, man. It's um, it's probably witch witchcraft. It's it's <laughs> like a, a rash that won't go away on your back. Witches, God, the devil, probably the devil is inside your body, trying to escape through your skin. So. Tichuba was mm-hmm. a Caribbean woman that Reverend Paris had enslaved, and she made a witch cake. One of their neighbors was like, oh, you should make this witch cake to try and figure out what's wrong with the girls, who's bewitching them. So the witch cake consisted of rye and the girl's urine. Stop! Mm-hmm. Hannah. She fed it to the dog. So not them, but still. Oh my God. I was like, you're making this up. There's no way. There's like rye and urine the girl's urine mm-hmm. so the purpose of it was to bake this bread and then it like if somehow that would help them determine where the witchcraft was coming from okay like who so when she did that like around that time two other girls 12 year old Ann putnam jr and 17 year old elizabeth hubbard started showing symptoms so the girls accused Tichaba of cursing them. And Reverend Paris was like, why were you messing around with that witch cake stuff? Like, that is what exacerbated the problem. He beat her. This what? is a man of God. This is a gentleman of the Lord. Yeah. Reverend Paris. A reverend beat a woman? Actually, uh, he, that sounds yeah, right on right. brand for he beat her until she confessed to signing her name in the devil's book and she started to accuse others. This mm. is the Tichaba? This is Tichaba. There's actually not much totally known about her um, mm. except that she was like their slave when they lived in Barbados and she came over with them back to Massachusetts and she wasn't killed. Because she confessed innocence, they were like more lenient. And okay. Reverend Paris was like, well, if I if I kill my slave, then who's going to do stuff around the house, probably? Uh, then who's going to do my stuff? Who's going to do my laundry? Then I have to take care of my daughter. Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> no way. Jeez. Laundry and care for a child? Uh, so she pointed her finger at Sarah Good, who was a homeless woman, and Sarah Osborne, uh-huh. who was also who was elderly and also homeless, so patterns um oh yeah these poor women they're just like trying to live they're just trying to survive probably and they're like "Mm, which like all three of them were just like the easiest targets imaginable so these three women are named and the dam broke and the witch hunt is on the three of them were put in jail Osborne and Good pleaded innocent and they were sentenced to death, but they were not the first people to be executed. The first person is an absolute icon named Bridget Bishop. Yo. No. <laughs> My girl. 
My lady Bridget Bishop. She was I am so excited. Not a good Puritan woman at all. She was known for her gossipy habits and her promiscuity. Fuck yes, queen. She dressed flamboyantly, but like for Puritan standards, that was probably like a skirt above the ankle. Exactly. Like a color. A color. <laughs> like she walked out of her house the other day without a bonnet what a slut her hair was down instead of in a bun skank girl (laughs) so i am so excited for this i mean i'm not because i think i know what happens but but she's like like let us remember her as an icon Yes, let her absolutely. go down in history that way. <laughs> let her be the Madonna of her time <laughs> with like a pointy metal bra oh, and yes. just vibing out. Okay, I love she it. She spent late nights out at taverns. She had people to her house for drinking and gambling parties. <laughs> like this is the girl to be friends with. Um, I would. I was just about to say I would 100% be like yeah. a Bridget can we be best friends? Can we like, and she'd be like, no, I'm too cool for you. (laughs) She'd be like, no, I have friends. I have enough friends. I'm like, but one more can't hurt. Right. She'd be like, yeah. All right, fine. Go get ice. (laughs) (laughs) So before the Salem witch trials in 1692, she had actually Uh already been accused once of being a witch. Her second of three husbands, queen died and she was accused of bewitching him to death she was acquitted due to the lack of evidence but she wasn't so lucky the second time around uh she was accused of witchcraft and in an effort not to be hanged she admitted her guilt which like worked for some people but it didn't work for her i was gonna say kind of a a roll of the dice i know if you're just like Oh, yep, you're right. I am a witch. Yeah. But not a real bad one. So how do you feel? How do you, like, you kind of, like, gauge the room. You're like, yes? No? What are you thinking? Like, which I am not? Yes. No? Okay. You're, like, (laughs) trying to play an improv game with the jury. (laughs) Yeah, the one man, like, probably. (laughs) Um, just guessing what he's thinking. Yeah. You, what do you want to hear? What would you rather I say to you right now? Just tell me. Sorry. She was the first person hanged on what would eventually be known as Gallows Hill. Oof. Yeah. So some other kind of notable people to know about who were accused were Martha Corey. And she was like an upstanding, loyal member of the church. So when she was accused, it was kind of like, oh, shit, like, this can happen to anyone. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sarah Good, who was one of the original three, she had a four-year-old daughter who they accused of witchcraft. A four-year-old? And, like, one of the sources I looked at was, like, because she responded timidly, they took that as an admission of guilt. She's a little kid she's four she's a a young young child what wait why did they accuse her of being a witch 
Probably, I'm assuming, because her mom. And, like, okay. maybe she was just, like, a weird kid. I was like, is it genetic? Or maybe she is, like, skipping rocks and she learned how to do it, like, better yeah. than a boy. I think about that. I, man, I think about witches way more than I should. Yeah. I just, I'm like, oh, man. You know, they were just living their lives and just vibing out. They're like... I'm going to wear purple today. And they're like, witch. And then you're dead. So she was the youngest person to be accused. Like, obviously she's four. And luckily she wasn't executed. Which is insane. Uh, Luckily. Yeah, right. Well, someone who is still questionably using the bathroom, Mm -hmm. I don't think needs to be on trial. Maybe she was like too good at being potty trained. She was like, she's like, I wipe my own ass. How about that? And they're like, which? All right. Show, show us how smart you are. All right. Sit on the stand and get questioned. I know. Like a guy in a wig. And she's like, I'm terrified right now. And they're like, damn, classic thing a witch would say. Exactly. A witch would be really timid about her answer. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's you. And I'm like, actually, though, I don't think a witch would be. Oh, poor sweet baby. Poor sweet baby. Okay. So, so months of accusations. There are court cases going on. Um, dozens of people from Salem and other like Massachusetts villages were being brought in for questioning. And on May 27th, which is like, what, five months after the first accusations, Governor mm-hmm. William Phipps created the Court of Oyer and Termine, which is like a French word about... Um, seeing and hearing or yeah okay or like seeing and deciding the court was specifically created to hear all the witchcraft cases and it it was just like totally ruthless five people were sentenced and hanged in july five more in august and eight more in september oh my god yeah they were churning them out i was gonna say they're just amping up they're like hey we got five last month let's Kick it up a notch. Turn it to 11. One of the men, actually, who was hanged was a minister <gasps> named George what? Burroughs. What happened? People, like, didn't like his religious views. So, like, it... I don't know. Christianity is so insane in that, like, there are so many sects yeah. where it's, like, if you're not exactly right, like, people can get mad at you, I guess, and accuse you of being you? a witch. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, well, this is metaphorical in this part of the Bible. And they're like, no, it's not. It's literal. So uh, Yeah, so I uh, uh, guess you're a witch. I guess you're a witch and we'll kill you. He wasn't paid all the time. And he stopped being paid altogether, so he left Salem. But then this prominent family who he had borrowed money from sued him for unpaid debts. And they were eventually the ones who accused him of witchcraft. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wait, so he borrowed money from this family. Mm -hmm. They sued him because he didn't pay it back. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, not good enough. Or better yet. Yeah. (laughs) Or better. We could sue him. We could totally sue him. Or. Or witchcraft. Express route. (laughs) Yeah. Witchcraft. And then he dies and then we just go into his place and take whatever we take want. Take what we want, exactly. 
We're like, That's paid. We know he can't pay the lawyer for the court case if we sue him. Yeah, let's just let's just kill him. <sighs> I'd be so pissed. I'm like, I'm not getting paid my salary. You pay me minimum wage, and you can't even do it. So, so I try to leave town. I try and get out of here, and you're gonna drag me back. Yeah, and I'm like, not only are we gonna drag you back, we're gonna kill you. We're gonna drag you right to the freaking gallows. Jeez, and peace. Jeez, these people are wild. Yeah, it's so a big reason why there were so many people found guilty in this specific court was because they allowed the use of spectral evidence which was evidence based on dreams and visions oh uh, my god i was like i've heard the term spectral evidence before Mm -hmm. uh but have not known what that means thank you so much for telling me what the actual fuck yeah like like, I had a dream that dogs were attacking me, so obviously she's guilty of theft. Yeah. It's, it, like, and we've talked about our kooky, crazy dreams before. Yeah. There will be people who I haven't thought of in years who will just pop up in a dream, and I'm like, interesting. Guess they're a witch. Absolutely. <laughs> We should send somebody. I'm actually we fully send on somebody board. To look into that. <laughs> <laughs> I like literally. I will have dreams sometimes where people from like high school. Yeah. I haven't spoken to or thought about in over a decade. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think that's good to put into court documents mm-hmm. as proof of, I don't know, having a subconscious. There was. There was a man who was an influential minister and the president of Harvard, actually. Um, okay. And his name was Increase Mather. First name, Increase. That okay. seems... Okay. And he... Seems excessive. He pleaded the court to not allow this kind of evidence. Uh, and he was quoted as saying, hmm. It were better that ten suspected witches should escape than that one innocent person should be condemned. So he's on some king shit. Yeah. I mean, I dig it. Yeah. I like this guy. Increase? Yeah, increase. Is this <laughs> increase my respect for this man. <laughs> so dumb. You know, you know I love a good pun, girl. <laughs> Give me a thousand of them, yes. The um the courts didn't care, naturally, and they continued with the practice until October. When Governor Phipps, who created the court, was convinced to get rid of the court of Oye and Termine. So, Amanda, I want you to guess what prompted Phipps to get rid of the court. I'm assuming, like, he or his wife were accused of a witchery or his daughter or somebody very close where he was like, this is insane, mm-hmm. my my cat is not a witch. She's just a little bit weird. She's just cross-eyed. <laughs> you are right on the money. His wife was named as a witch. Nice. And okay. so he... For what? I don't... Like, it could be anything back then. It really... I I just... I, like, the only reason I ask is it could be anything, but I want to know, like... I don't... I couldn't find out, like, specifically what the deal is, but it's just, like, so 
classic that he was like, yes, we love spectral evidence. Yes, let's create this specific, very hardcore court. But Mm -hmm. not if Miss Phipps is accused. Oh, not if it applies to me. Like, no, no, no. And, you know... She used a metaphor in casual conversation that does not mean (laughs) she's a witch. They were like, only witches can draw comparisons so cleanly. (laughs) (laughs) She gotta go. And he's like, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. So he like created a new court which didn't allow spectral evidence. uh, And... (laughs) Good, yeah, good. right. Like a the evolution court. of actual court. Well, there is like a lot of connections between like how the Salem witch trials like influenced like later legal systems. I don't totally go into it, but it is very like you can see it oh. in a lot of ways. I would love to actually like. I would love to listen to an audiobook <laughs> I know right? on that. Um. So the new court only condemned three out of 56 defendants. So like much better. Uh, And then by May of 1693, Phipps pardoned all those who were on prison on witchcraft charges. So he was like, okay, we can be done with this now. (laughs) All it took was an easy peasy little (laughs) your wife's witch. Yeah, right. (laughs) so some like notable things to just look at last looks last looks that goes on for a page last looks girl (laughs) run run love it so 19 people were hanged on gallo hill 14 were women and five were men there was one guy named giles Corey who was in the crucible and that's martha Corey's Mm -hmm. husband so Giles refused to enter a plea of guilty or not guilty. So they subjected him to pressing, which do you know oh, what fuck. that is? I think I do. Um, I'm going to guess. Yeah. And then tell me if uh, I'm wrong. They, what I'm thinking it is, it's they lower like a slab of stone onto him, uh, like heavier and mm. heavier and heavier. And then, um, it just eventually kills you, but very, very slowly after your bones break and your, and you probably, you probably shit. You probably shit. Yeah, you shit a whole ton. Apparently, like his tongue popped out at one point. Oh, mother land. Yeah. God yeah. damn. So his tongue popped out. Yeah. So you are right on the money again. He never cried out in pain. Even when <gasps> Sheriff Corbin stood on the plank, uh, he was asked three times to enter a plea, and each time he said, more weight. Okay, Queen. Fucking Go off. mic drop. Mic drop. Yeah. More weight. So he oh. eventually did die what? after three days of torture. <gasps> but... Because he didn't plead either way, his sons got to, like, inherit his land instead of it all being seized by the government. Do you think that was his plan? I think so, yeah. He's like, if I don't, like, if if I plead innocent, I'll probably be found guilty. Yeah. If I plead guilty, I'll definitely be found guilty. Yeah. 
if I don't plead, then my family is still taken care of. Exactly. Like, I think that's definitely... That's some king shit. That's uh, it's so iconic, honestly. I know. I'm like, oh, God bless him. Like, times were so tough back then. Like, the intricacies of being like, well, how am I going to plead? And I need to think. It's a four-dimensional chess game. <laughs> yes, exactly. This is Queen's Gambit shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pop some of those green pills. <laughs> and, oh, wow. That, honestly, amazing. More weight. Yeah, icon. So I, uh, I don't love what you had to go through, sir, right. but. There are two superstitions around him. The first one is that the position of sheriff of Essex County suffers the curse of Giles Corey. And all the sheriffs since Corbin have either died from or resigned because of heart or blood ailments. No. (laughs) Specific ailments, too. Very specific. I like that it was like heart or blood. Heart or blood. (laughs) They're like liver? No. They really wanted to make the curse work, though. It's like the first person who was like, oh, no, I broke the curse. It's a blood ailment. They were like, nope, still counts. It still counts. It still counts. It goes through your heart. (laughs) Blood is a hard thing. It's like it's it's prostate cancer. Like, it's still, no, probably blood. The other thing is that it's said that the apparition of Giles Corey appears and walks the graveyard each time a disaster is about to strike the city. Ooh. Yes, yeah, Hell yeah. <laughs> spooky. I love it. So 20 people were executed. Five more people died in jail. That's not supposed to happen, by the way. I just, I just yeah. want you and all of our listeners to know that you're not supposed to die in jail. No. You know, it's comforting to know that the prison system um, has and still is broken. Oh, yeah. Isn't that so cool to kind of see what was going on in 1692 and be like, oh, same. No changes. No notes. Nice. Go go ahead. We've been doing it this way for 400 years, and if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And we're like, it's so broke. It's broke. It's It's so very broke. And they're like, nah, you kooky kids. Get on out of here. Scram, you rascals. <laughs> We're like, mm. okay. So nearly 200 people were accused, most of whom were like unconventional in some way. And the courts were like, oh, that's the reason for the religious impurity. You know, fucking shit like that. I just like making candles. So among the human beings, there were also two animals <laughs> that were accused. Stop. <laughs> I can't. These people, they're going bananas. Okay, tell me all about the animals that were witches. <laughs> people believe that witches had familiars, which are like animal helpers. And in October, a girl in Andover accused her neighbor's dog of trying to bewitch her, and the villagers shot the dog immediately. No. They were like, no trial for dogs. Are you fucking serious? Mm-hmm. Oh, well. She's she's going to hell for sure. <laughs> the little girl who was like the little girl ate barks. 
and keeps me up. Well, okay, well, the dog's at least at minimum going to haunt you. Yeah, absolutely. She's going to hear barking the rest of her life. Exactly. You're just going to hear barking. We know how ghosts work. We've done our semi-research. Yeah, we've done light research. We we definitely know how ghost dogs work. I might not know much about ghosts, but I could write a (laughs) book on ghost dogs. (laughs) Consider me with a full house MD degree in ghost dogs. I got my Hugh Laurie dog. My Hugh Laureate? (gasps) Oh. Thank you. Get your Hugh Laureate, kids. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> if we're talking pièce de résistance, <laughs> it's the Hugh Laureate. Uh, Minister Cotton Mather, who was Increase's son, was like, oh, you know what? The dog's actually innocent. Because if the dog was really the devil in disguise, we wouldn't have been able to kill it. So, <sighs> glad you oh my God, pardoned the, logic? the soul. Yeah. The, <sighs> the logic of these people... Is all over the place. I know, right? We're not saying that about the women. <laughs> There's nothing like actually like tracking in a linear nothing. fashion. Nothing. nothing. So I can't. Also, any animals that became sick or injured were thought to also be victims of witchcraft. So <laughs> this is. <laughs> He's like, I have diabetes. I'm like, no, you don't. So this is a direct quote from historyofmassachusetts.com. Um. <laughs> my new favorite website. Yeah, put it on my continue. homepage. <laughs> Pin it for sure. All right. Quote. Villagers believed that witches kidnapped animals and rode them around to their witch meetings at night, resulting in weakness, injury, strange behavior, and the eventual death of the animal. If an animal suddenly appeared tired or sick one morning, it was suspected of being hag-ridden the night before. Are you kidding me? (laughs) That... (laughs) Is objectively hilarious. They're like, they're like, oh, my dog is like a little sluggish this morning. Like, probably got rode by a witch last yeah, right. night. What? I also would like to, I would like to put in a petition that anytime someone has sex with a woman, they refer to it as being hag ridden. <laughs> <laughs> I only want sexy time to be known as hag ridden. That is the best. But like, okay, what kind of animal is hag ridden? They're like referring to like cats and dogs. I was gonna say and mice and shit. Like you can only ma'am sir fit a human woman on like. A horse or a very large dog? Like, or a pony? Maybe a chonker pig? Maybe. But still, like, an adult woman riding an animal, it's a horse. It's a horse for sure. Well, you know what? That's why they suspected that four-year-old. They were like, (laughs) who could ride a mouse? It must be you. And can you tell us whether or not you rode a mouse? (laughs) No. 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 Mm. Witch. Too timid. Witch. If you would have answered with some confidence, we could have decided that you were not a witch, but you are. Look at you now. So (laughs) 
after everything, a lot of people like Judge Samuel Sewell, who was one of the white men I skipped over, publicly confessed error by January 14th, 1697, five years later. The general court ordered for a day of fasting and soul searching in remembrance. Cool. Cool. You skipped breakfast. Great job. (laughs) 1702, the trials are declared unlawful. 1711, a bill was passed restoring like the good names and honor of those who were accused and actually gave 600 pounds in restorations to families, which is like, okay, good step. Yeah, I dig that. Is it uh, about 18 years after the events? Yeah, but... Yeah. You know, better better late than ever? Sure. You're about to lose your mind. (laughs) In 19... Oh, God. 19... I'm not fucking up this time. In 1957, (laughs) so two and a half centuries later, Massachusetts formally apologizes. Are you kidding me? Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Bird in hell. Mm-hmm. I am going to lose my mind. I'm going to walk up there. I'm going to walk up to Massachusetts and I'm going to knock on doors. Amanda, just wait. <laughs> oh God, it gets worse. So Massachusetts finally exonerated Elizabeth Johnson Jr., who was like the last remaining woman who had been accused of being a witch. This happened cool. in July of 2022. No fucking, I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) Fuck. I was like, she's going to say it was like fucking last year. She's going to say it was like 2016 or something. Mm -hmm. No. Maybe they just lost the records. They were like, oh, we found one we forgot. Are you busy, Massachusetts? (laughs) I mean, you must be so busy. We got a lot on our plate. You know, we got like sports games to be mad at. We got like, we got like... Worcester and like Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> we got to change uh, Dunkin' know? Donuts to just being Dunkin'. That's going to take a lot of time. All occupied with with changing Dunkin' Donuts to Dunkin'. And, you know, hey, listen, kid, we got to drink whiskey with our coffee. <laughs> and uh, we got uh, lots of things to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and Bastin, you like eggs? We got a tea party to throw. Yeah, like, fuck you. Oh, yeah. Is that what you're doing? (laughs) You just did that little bit that Hannah and I did together? They they just do it on repeat? They did do the Dunkin' Donuts thing before finishing up the the witch thing. Unacceptable. Not cool. (laughs) Finish up the witch shit before you cure the Dunkin' Donuts thing. Like, it must be that they fucking lost a sheet of paper. There's gotta be. What else? And like, but also that sheet of paper is like probably in a museum and they're like, or a library and they're like, oh fuck, it's in a library. What are we supposed to do? We're going to have to sign some forms to see some glass. We just like, should we? No, 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 no. I'm like, listen, Dunkin' Donuts, VVV important. Now that's a problem we can solve. So (laughs) flashing back a little to 1976, I want to say historian. I actually didn't write down kind of what her general vibe is. But Linda Carperale blamed the fits that the girls were having on fungus ergot, which is a fungus found in rye and wheat that can lead to muscle spasms, vomiting, 
delusions and hallucinations. No. Wait, so they were just like, they had like a version of food poisoning? So she pointed out that like before the Salem event, there were witch trials that would kind of like swing in the favor of the accused. Really? Like in 1652, there was a man who was charged of witchcraft and he ended up being convicted of like telling a lie and he got off with a fine. What? I think the idea is that like the fungus did create like real physical symptoms, you know, that might have led to like bigger panic. I'm sure they had food poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> so that's um Hannah's account of the Salem witch trials. Wow. That was fantastic Thank and you. so much fun and not for the witches Ugh. and not for I mean, maybe a little bit fun for that judge. I know. They must have been on a power trip. He's like, the rules do not apply to me. Let me show you. Oh, oh, my my wife? Oh, wait, never mind. Let's reconsider this whole thing. We're being silly. Oh, this whole thing is kind of crazy, right? And they're like, you spearheaded it. like... Yeah, but I, I, I was, was under a spell. I was so misguided. And the Lord actually spoke to me last night. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And he said, Governor William Phipps, he said, mm-hmm. you know, reassess things. God came to me in a dream. And that is evidence. Yeah, exactly. So. Can you even imagine what like our <sighs> legal system would be like if they're like, so uh, Mr. Johnson. Can you tell us about the dream that you had? Yeah, I can. In this divorce proceeding, I think it's very pertinent. (laughs) In my dream, my best friend was being hag-ridden by my wife. (laughs) And thus, I demand a divorce. And I, I had to watch. I was there. I saw the whole thing in my dream. Calm down with the Prozac. That was fantastic. Oh, Chef's kiss. That was so fun. I think it's just the spooks. Love the spooks. We love baby. the spooks. Oh my gosh. A disaster. Just like the Salem witch trials. I'm like, <sighs> trials, I feel like we can use very loosely. Yes. The Salem witch hunt. Hunt feels more mm-hmm. appropriate because trial, like, that's not a trial. So. Hannah, do you want to tell the people where to find us? Absolutely. Uh, You can find us at DisastrousPod on Instagram. Mm -hmm. You can email us at DisastrousPod at Mm gmail.com. Please send us any spooky stories. Everything. We want to hear it all. Yes. Please also send us like what you're going to be for Halloween. Anything. We also now have a Twitter. We are at DisastrouslyPod on Mm -hmm. Twitter. And please, if you can, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It means a lot. Let's go, (laughs) baby. If you want to hear us uh, tell jokes and talk about the worst, we're here. We're here. We're right here. (laughs) This is what we do. <laughs> As always, catch you on the flippy floppy. Bye. Bye.